Welcome you. Welcome you to the school. Welcome you on the phone. And we thank God for you. Hallelujah. We are sharing from Ephesians 1 and looking at verse 3 right through to verse 14. And we have a great time. And we are talking about you are more than God. I think overall that's what this passage of scripture is saying. Yeah. Hallelujah. We bless your name. For the people who join and those who we know it is. Ah, because surely you taught us in the words of Paul that we are more than we are. Amen. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all the spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed himself. We talk about how we are brothers and sisters of Christ. And that's why we share all this power that God has ordained even for time that we should have. And we are sharing tonight because last week we talked about God's purpose in himself and we going to talk about God's purpose in Christ. Yeah. It's in him. Blessed is also blessings in heavenly places. Uh, and then it talks about this is what God wants to do. And part of this, or part of our understanding rather of this, is this thing that we call grace. Ah, we're in 
God has abounded toward us all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of His will, according to the good pleasure which He has purposed in Himself. Hallelujah. We've been sharing some thoughts from the electronic book that I wrote many, many years ago. Uh, you don't have to have it for the class. It's 99 cents from Amazon in the Kindle store. But I have put some thoughts there that can be helpful. God's purpose in himself. God's purpose in Christ. And in location 112, I wrote about the most obvious reason for Christ is, of course, our salvation. That's what is obvious to us, but there's a lot more. Even that, I dare say, we don't know. Significantly, like Christ, we were raised from the dead. We were raised from our death in sins. Uh, Ephesians 2 and 5 tells us, even when we are dead in sins, we were dead in sins, as quickened God's love with Christ. Oh, that's one glory. Yes, it means that our salvation in an existential way has already begun because when Christ was resurrected from the dead, we were freed of our sins and we resurrected from our sins in heaven. Together with Jesus, we now sit on the right hand of God. The implication is, according to Ephesians 2 and 5, and according to what we've been sharing in Ephesians 1, as for here with Jesus, we are literally in heavenly places right now. This means that we share in the power of God and Jesus. Additionally, Jesus sitting on the right hand of God represents intercession for us. So we often talk about Jesus interceding for us because he's sitting at the right hand of God. But we still have some of that power. That's why I tell people don't underestimate don't forget. And if you don't grasp it, well, that intercessory prayer works 
is something that we share with Christ. It works. You can intercede for folks. You can intercede for yourself. You can intercede for your spouse, your children. You can intercede for colleagues, for friends. You can intercede for your enemies. You have some powerful stuff. According to what Ephesians tells us. Additionally, Jesus to the right of God represents intercession for others like that. This places us in a and unique relationship with God and Christ. And that's why we talk about the fortress of heaven, the fortress of eternity, a fortress of divine glory, glory divine. Because Ephesians 26 talks about and he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It might be mind-blowing, but it's right in the scripture. How many of us can grasp, much less realize, forget our imagination, how many of us can picture mm -hmm, us sitting with Christ in heavenly places? Ephesians 1, as we talk about this in several relationships that we have with God and Jesus, Ephesians 1, 20, 23, which is Lord in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him in his own right hand in heavenly places, for of all the principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and has put all strength under his feet, and gave him to be the head of all things in the, to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that fed all things. It's right there in the scripture. Oh, that power that we have. All that power. That is right there in the scripture. Why? While we are sharing all this, and why we are sharing all this, is because of mercy and grace. That's what we know as human beings, and that's what the Word tells us. 
we get what we deserve and don't get what we should. We get what we don't deserve and don't get what we do deserve. And this is something to understand. This is all part of God's mercy and grace. Giving us all this power. That we will truly believe and we will deal with this next week. Can understand God's purpose in us. Because of God's purpose in Himself and God's purpose in Christ Jesus through mercy and grace has allowed us to share in all of these amazing things. Because God is amazing. But God was rich in mercy for His great love. Where we love us, between them to enforce. That in the ages to come, he might show exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Why have you done all of this for? Because of your grace. Because of your mercy. Mercy, God and rich in mercy, for great love will many come. And his grace, Ephesians 2 7 to 9. For in the ages to come, he might show the riches of his grace. There's so much more to come yet. Yeah. What we just spoke about, the power that we have to do Christ's blessing. By grace are ye saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should lose. So mercy and grace, even four sixteen tells us, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We regularly use the word. Mercy and grace interchangeably, just the same, is no big deal. At times, the Bible indicates a distinction between these words. Mercy at times is connected to the unbeliever. And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, was a neighbor me for what? For that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry for his writing, who was before a blasphemer and persecutor and injurious, 
but I helped him mercy because I did it ignor ignorantly in unbelief. The law was in all fault because of God's mercy that he gives us or don't give us what we deserve. Actually, what he does is true. His great love for us is great. He gives us things that we didn't earn. So mercy, this is what God gives us instead of giving us what we deserve. Second chance, third chance, fourth chance, a hundred chance, a million chance. So we thank God for the purpose that He placed in Jesus Christ for us. Amen. Uh, thank you, Jesus. That is tonight's uh, lesson. Uh, and I 